The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live now from Topsail Beach again, about 25 pounds lighter. So I'm changing the name of my, not lighter, heavier. I'm changing the name of my show to Stop eating yourself to death right after Thanksgiving. I was just telling the tech person, I hope, first of all, I hope everybody had a very healthy and happy Thanksgiving as best as possible. I know my family, we did some different things this year. We did not for the first time in 42 years. We did not have Thanksgiving with my son and his family because there were five of them. And my nephew was having Thanksgiving this year and was so wanting us to come over because we had housed him for a little bit while he was in school and home transition and things like that. And so his mom was coming up from Florida. But what we did is everybody that was getting together, there was only a few of us, had COVID tests just before. We all came in negative We avoided uh, contact with um, stores and things like that. And so we kept it pretty safe with masks and everything. But my son felt that there would be too many of us together. And especially since his boys still play baseball and they were interacting with some people, they were concerned about bringing over stuff. So we didn't have it with them. But that didn't keep us or keep me, I should say, from eating my face out. I mean, I love Thanksgiving. I love the holidays. Thanksgiving and Christmas time are my favorite two times of year with my favorite foods. And I figure I can work out. I am more concerned about the fat content that I'm taking in rather than just the calories. The calories I can burn off. Here's what's funny this year. I can't wait. I was just telling the tech, Louie, that um, so here we had Thanksgiving with tons of fat. And my nephew likes to use bars of butter, 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 butter. Oh, my goodness gracious. He used more butter than Paula Dean ever did in her entire career, just on one turkey. And then on Monday morning, I had to go for my cholesterol panel blood test. So I see the doctor next week. If you don't hear from me after that, um, I'm in the hospital having my arteries rooted out from all the cholesterol that I ate just on Thanksgiving. So we'll see what happens. Bad time to go for a blood test, people. Bad time. But this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and we are now in the month, in the month of holidays, very special holidays. All over the world, people are celebrating some other kind of light and renewal service and ceremony. In in October, the month of October was more about the celebration of spirit, 
and New Harvest. This is more of a celebration of reminding us of what we are connected to. You're going to want to join me for the rest of the, the month, uh, the next two shows, because I'm going to be telling you the metaphysical meaning of the nativity. And that's going to be next week or the week after. Yes, there is an absolute metaphysical meaning and message. Um, the nativity story was told the way it was purposely, purposely. You know, it's so funny, but you'll get your cynics and your atheists and those people who want to argue against religious stories and beliefs that, oh, no, that was copied from another um, source. And just to let you know, I do, I am aware that there are, well, there is a story about how the nativity was copied from previously written stories of the same ideas about a child being born, a child being born in a manger, a star above, um, three wise men coming, right? So in order to dispute and discredit the story, it was written that the nativity didn't actually occur. It was a stolen story. And let me tell you who wrote the story, that particular story. If you do further research on it, you will find out that one organization, a skeptics organization, conspired to write a story that the nativity story was stolen and only duplicated from previous stories about other famous luminaries, enlightened people. I forgot there were three of them, actually. I forgot who it was. Oh, geez, I forgot. And come something like, like, no, before Jesus, before Jesus, three characters before Jesus. Hor oh, yeah, the God of Horus, the God of Egypt, another God, and another God. And in actuality, those uh, that particular story is completely... Um, garbage, untrue. Um, there has been no other character that was born or story told the way the story of Jesus. The story of Jesus is the first time story ever. Now, understand something about history and about the Bible. The Bible was not written to give you an accurate, credible account of time and historic details. It is a metaphoric, symbolic story written about the characters that did exist. There is no doubt that Jesus existed. And the way you know, whenever you study history, the way you find out whether what you're reading is accurate or not is you study another country's history to see if there was anything written about the characters or the events that you're reading about. And in the case of Jesus, there were. There were Babylonian records written of a great wise man 
that walked the earth, that did do miracles, and that made from beliefs where a religion was formed. And there are several books written about this wise man. So he existed. How and when and where he was born, exactly the day, the date, none of that matters. What matters is what we have now and why we have what we have now. The story we have now was purposefully inspired to be written that way in order to get a major message. Now, I will be talking about the individual symbols, the symbols of the shepherds, the symbols of the manger in a barn, the symbols of the wise men, the three wise men, the symbols of the star above, okay? We're going to be talking about all of that. It has significant meaning in each individual life. Every single character and the scene represents an aspect of every being, especially every human being. And when you put the symbols and the meaning together, you have more of an understanding of who we are. So come back and stay tuned for that. Today, I am going to be doing some readings, giving messages of renewal to callers. And of course, you can call in at 816-251-3555. That must be etched in your brain. I have callers on the line already. Hang in there, callers with me. So why do I make such a big deal about Christmas? We got a lot of Jewish people around. They don't celebrate Christmas. Aha, they don't celebrate Christmas, but they do celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Now, isn't it interesting, the story of Hanukkah, if there are any of my Jewish friends out there? My wife is Jewish. I studied Hebrew and Judaism for a long time so that I understood it. Not the language the religion. And Hanukkah is a celebration of light. Now, it is not a major celebration. Passover is their holiest celebrations, primarily because of what it represented. It represented freedom for the Jews out of Egypt, but freedom about God protecting um, about the traditions and keeping the traditions, about receiving the Ten Commandments. So it's a very holy. And then Yom Kippur, where you atone, is a holy, also holy. But Hanukkah is there, and they celebrate it anyway because of the miracle of the light. And honestly, I'm going to put a little of my own interpretation. And one of the reasons why they didn't want to make it a major celebration is because it was the exact same time as the Christian celebration of Christmas. And sometimes Hanukkah and Christmas, Christmas Eve, overlap each other. We did that, I believe it was last year or the year before. And it was fabulous because not only did we have an all our um, 
Christmas Eve traditional dishes, but we had potato latkes and Hanukkah traditional dishes. It was fabulous. But the celebration of light, yes, the temple was destroyed um, by the Macedonians. Yeah, I've tried. <laughs> Believe me, you know, I may have studied this, but to just, you know, pull it out of my head and get the right names and everything like that. Um, yeah, give me give me a break. I know the story. I don't remember all the specific details until I really dive in. But their temple was destroyed. And they needed, obviously, to put it back together again. But the problem was, with the temple being destroyed, they have an eternal lamp that is always lit. And there is an oil that keeps that lamp lit. But they only had enough oil to light their building of the temple for one day. For one day. One day's enough oil. And they didn't know what they were going to do. But in the process of building the temple, a miracle occurred. And that one day of oil lasted for eight days, thus the menorah. The menorah has eight candles, and the ninth candle is the middle one that lights all the other candles. So that, that ninth one represents the miracle of the oil that kept each day lit, and each candle represents each day. But it was about light, and the light and the renewal of the temple, which is about the light within and the renewal of the temple within us. The temple of what? The temple of God. There's no difference between Judaism and Christianity, only a difference in belief of the characters. <laughs> and the characters, of course, is representative of people and what people did that got in the way of the celebration and the practices of the actual religion itself. But both are the exact same core beliefs about love, compassion, love your neighbor as you love yourself, do unto others as you do unto yourself, all of that. Love God with all your heart and all your might. There's no difference. Remember, Jesus was Jewish. He's going to be, he was teaching his core beliefs. People were forgetting it. So Christmas then is about the reminder of the Christ within each and every one of us. Christ means, it actually translates to man with God. And man back then was meant mankind. And then, of course, we politically corrected that to humankind because we didn't mean just male. <sighs> History books and everything were written by men. So, of course, they used their gender first to describe everything but it means humankind with god if we're going to translate it in contemporary translation though so it doesn't G christ was not jesus's last name he was jesus the christ but jesus from nazareth so 
the Christ is within each and every one of us and waiting to be awakened. And I will tell you this, there will be a celebration of Christmas year after year after year until we get it right. Once we renew, once we awaken that Christ within us, we won't need to come back again because we'll now have accomplished all we set out to accomplish incarnating on this planet to experience all of who we are. So yes, we're going to experience our limited selves because that's what we have chosen to do. And hopefully each time we return, we experience a higher level of ourselves and then a higher level of ourselves until finally we have awakened the total Christ within us. However, one of the reasons why we keep coming back here, you hear me, when I say that we really haven't awakened and we don't keep advancing. We may have intentions of advancing when we come back another lifetime and then something stupid happens. We get sidetracked. Yes, it's stupid. I'm sorry. It's not a universal intention. Just, just remember something, please. You know, yes, everything happens for a reason. Of course, 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 it does. Of course, it does. Cause and effect. It's, it's a physics, the law of physics here in a physical physics is a root of physical. And physical comes from physics. And so when you have something physical, it's undeniable. You see it, it's rock solid, it's in front of you, or what you see, or what we've created to see. And in law of physics, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. I remember that from my physics classes. <clears throat> so, yes, everything does happen for a reason. And sometimes, which I've seen on a board, a meme on Facebook, which I absolutely love. Yes, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes the reason is because you've made a stupid choice. <laughs> that's, that's the hard way of putting it. Shall I put it the nice and polite way for everybody? Because it's easier to accept it that way, right? <laughs> Because you might have made a lower choice. And a lower choice is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Unless the lower choice was to get into a car while you were drunk and crash into a tree and kill yourself or a family-filled other vehicle. Then it was a really stupid choice. Okay? So, remember, I'm the one that just face it as it is so that you can deal with it. I'm not telling you to feel bad about it. I'm telling you to just face it. And let's face this month about renewing what is really within us all because now is the time we need it more than ever before. We need to remember that there is that Christ within us, our connection to the God force, to spirit, that we are and that's what Christmas is about. So on that, let's see. I've got a couple of callers on, on the line right now. 
I would love to go. I am going to go to California. Well, both of the callers are from California. Let's take this first one up here. We've got um, Joan from California. Oop. Hello? Let me see. Yeah, Joan, how are you? <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, can I ask any, uh, this is my first time calling in. Do I ask anything I want or do you have a topic? That... Oh, do you ask anything you want? Anything you want. Um, go ahead and ask anything you want, but that may not be what I will be telling you or answering, okay? But yeah, what is it that of... you think you want to know, Joan? Um, well, I'm interested in knowing if I, if it would be in my best interest to, to move either to another location or into some type of community situation. Um, I live alone and I'm feeling really isolated, especially with the COVID, uh, restrictions mm. and I don't, I don't have much of a support system. No, you don't have much of a support system. This is what I'm going to tell you, Joan. Moving is only part of it. That's not going to be your answer. Um, First of all, let me tell you one of the reasons why you are isolated and alone and why throughout your life you have had loss of love several times, starting as a child. And the reason why that happened, unfortunately, is you committed suicide in a past life. When we suicide in a life, we feel so frigging guilty that we did that, that we come back in because we change people's lives. You know, we have a plan with everybody, a soul contract. And so the moment you can't deal with life anymore and you decide to end it and make it quicker and leave, you've changed everybody else's karma that had a contract with you. And so once you get back to the other side, we, you know, we wind up feeling so guilty. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And so we set ourselves up for the next lifetime to pay our karma back. And how do we do that? Well, if everybody lost us in a past life, then I guess the only way to make up for it in my new life is I lose everybody. And thus we end up alone and feeling like crap and having accomplished nothing. Forgive yourself, Joan. And it's time for you to start recognizing that it is not your fault for what happened early on in your life and you deserve more and you deserve a network. You have to change your attitude. Here is where the renewal is for you and the message is for you. And I'm going to tell you this is coming from Jesus. He says, get me different in your life. Not the way man has taught about me, but that I am your brother and that I came down to show you who you were. And you have a very large heart And you have a lot to give to the world if you start recognizing that and start moving in that direction in your life to help others. I'll be there with you and I will find you your support network because you deserve love, but you have to believe you deserve it first. And you can step into a new life in 2021 
with a whole new sense of self. But you must change your self-belief before anything else in your life changes. We are all with you. We all love you. I'm sorry that you've been through such hardships that you forgot how special you really are. Get music back into your life. Okay, that's interesting. Right in the middle of that. He wants music back into your <laughs> life. Does that make sense to you, Joan? Uh yeah, that's interesting because lately I've been watching um, DVDs of like old concerts that I found at a library that I had not didn't really have any interest in. And suddenly, I'm interested in that. It's a it's a you're you're sparking and you're being guided, and he's laughing, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and he's saying there's a reason for everything that you start thinking about, and you have to start trusting it and going with it because it's going to help settle you. It's medicinal for you. It'll put you in a different frame of mind, and make what I say easy. So yes, move. But move with the belief that you are not leaving something behind. Move with the belief that you are entering a newness, a renewal, and a bigness of who you really are. Can you accept that, Joan? Yeah, it, it sounds right on target. Well, then go for it. And start believing in yourself a lot more. He loves you. Find out who he is the real the real way. Go read some Edgar Casey material about Jesus. We 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 put him in such and some of these characters, including God and the archangels and stuff like that. We put them in this this dogmatic fundamentalist concept and belief that even when we mention the names, we go, oh wow, he's getting religious on me. You know, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. We have big brothers and sisters on the other side. You know, just like we have deceased relatives on the other side, they're the rest of our family. So there's nothing wrong with finding out more about them. We've got the commercial break coming up. Joan, thank you so much for calling. I know that 2021 is going to be very special for you, even if it's not for everybody else. So you go with it. You've got some big guns on your side and a real great network of support. So I wish you all the best, Joan. Thank you for calling. And okay. thank you, listeners. Stay with me. And come on back on the other side. We've got more of the Stop Stopping Yourself show and the talk about the renewal of the season, the holiday season. I'll see you here back on the other side for the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. Hang around. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, I'm Vincent Jenna. And if you're just joining us right now, we're talking about the season. We're talking about the month of December and all about the renewal, which is what the meaning of Christmas is about, the meaning of all of the holidays. Kwanzaa is another holiday of light and celebration. 
using a Yule log and a flame. There is so much about light, which is which is so significant and symbolic of the star that uh, guided everyone to Jesus. I'll give you a little hint of the metaphysical meaning. Join me over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be talking about the metaphysical meaning of the actual nativity itself and how every single aspect of it represents a part of who we are as human beings. And that bright, incredible star that guided everybody to Jesus, that light within every being that connection with spirit guides you back to the Christ you are, right? That's what the star did, guided everyone to Jesus, the Christ. So that light is spirit, constantly there, constantly lit. Your light doesn't go out. It doesn't go out. It gets hidden. It doesn't diminish. It's not like a lead light bulb that lasts 50,000 hours and then it's gone and you got to replace it. No, it's on forever. It is the most powerful lead light. And it will constantly guide you back to the Christ you are, Christ meaning humankind with God, connected to God, not just with God as a partner. You and me, Dad, hey, it's you and me. No, you are connected to the source. You are the source. When you're connected to something, you're part of it. You share all that it has. It created us in its image. You share all of it. You share its wisdom. You share its power. You share all of that. You share its ability. You share its traits. We've just forgotten that. And the whole reason why we then created Christmas was to remind us of that. Up until the time of Jesus, which wasn't a really long time when man was on the earth. I mean, yeah, a couple of thousand years. Right. And, and as you're watching from above, it's like, wow, they're really going off track over there. Why Why are they killing the lambs every year? Oh, why? Because they believe that they have to slaughter a lamb and put lamb's blood in order to celebrate Passover or to make any sacrifice to me when they're coming to temple? Holy moly, will you look at that? They're doing nothing but killing each other and using my name in order to do it. Whoa. Boy, are they forgetting. That was fast. They've only been down there a couple thousand years and they're already messing up. Wow. All right. What are we going to do? How do we get them back? How do we get them on the path here? They destroyed themselves once. They came back here. They figured out how to do it right. And they're still not doing it right. What do we do? Well, I'll go down. What do you mean you'll go down? I'll, I'll go down. I'll get them on the path. I'll remind them who they are. I'll, I'll be an example. That's the best way. You'll be an example. You think they're going to get it? Yeah. Again, uh, you know, I'll cure a couple of diseases, make the blind see. Oh, man. Hey, how about the walking on water bit? That'll really get them. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, they'll still doubt you. Oh, well, then you know what I'll do? I'll raise the dead. They can't, they, they can't deny that if I raise the dead, then they'll remember who they are. You're going to raise the dead, and you think that that's going to change anything? Yeah. 
And what about all their pain and suffering? What are you going to do about that? How do you get them to remember who they are with all their pain and suffering? Well, I'll go through some pain and suffering. You'll go through some pain and suffering. Yeah, I'll go through some pain and suffering. I'm okay with it. When I get down there, I'll be fine. What kind of pain and suffering are you talking about? I don't know. What are they doing down there right now? Oh, God. Why are they putting people on crosses? Holy cow. Oh, geez, that's painful. All right. Well, maybe I'll do that. What? Yeah, I'll go down. I'll get crucified. What are you, Meshuggah? You're going to get crucified? What, and what is that going to prove? Well, it's going to prove to them that I can stay connected to you even in my pain and my suffering. Well, are you kidding me? I, what do you think made them forget who I am? All that pain and suffering. They forgot completely who I am. You're going to do the same thing. You're one of my best kids here now, and you want to go and chance risking all of that? What are you, crazy? Listen, God, Dad, I got to do something. I'm the one that led them astray to start with a long time ago. So I got to bring them back. Oh, man, I don't go along with this at all. I don't like this idea. I think you're crazy nuts. Okay? Dad, I love them. I can't, I can't let them go. You know, I can't let them hurt. I know. Were well, they going to come back here? They'll forget all of that. No, yeah, but in the interim, they're suffering and they're hurting. I can't stand that. I got to let them know. I got to tell them. I got to convince them. I'll do what I can to convince them. But I'm not going to stop until they know who they are. Well, I still think you're crazy. I chance I risk losing you. You're not going to lose me, Dad. What? I'll have a doubt or two. What? So what? We all doubt you every so often. You're too perfect. I'm not too perfect. I made an avocado pit too big. All right, so big deal. You made an avocado pit too big. You planted in war. You make another avocado. People will love it. Well, it's your life. It's your life. It's your choice. Yeah. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. I'm going to give them all the reason in the world to remember who they are. I'm going to give them the symbols. I'm going to show them your light. Let me do that, Dad. I'm going to show them your wisdom and that they have that. I'm going down. I'll be back. It won't be too long. And then they'll know. And they'll know forever. Well, that's my rendition of the story, I guess, between God and Jesus before Jesus came down. I can't think it would happen any other way. But there were others who came down, too, to make similar stories. Be it Mohammed, be it Buddha, Krishna. It doesn't matter who came down. They all tried to tell us the same thing. And they put it together in this month, the end of a year, a calendar year. It wasn't in this December. If you look at Orthodox Christianity, Christmas is on a different day every single year. If you look at the Jewish calendar, every single holiday goes by the Jewish calendar. So does the Orthodox Christmas but there was a reason. There's a reason for everything. And it wasn't just because there was an egotistical emperor of Rome who decided he wanted a calendar. Everything is inspired. Hallmark is inspired. Every single holiday that Hallmark has a card for is to remind us who we are. If we stop criticizing everything, we might find the messages from everything.
Yes, yes. Even the celebration of the 4th of July isn't to celebrate America. It's to celebrate the power of freedom and equality and free will. That's what the holiday was created for, every single one. Mother's Day, to honor the nurturing side of who we are, the mother within. Father's Day, to honor the father, the divine masculine within each and every one of us. Birthdays, that simple. Every one, every holiday has a meaning for us to remind us. They're beautiful, we love them, but we have forgotten what they really are. We didn't commercialize them. Yeah, we're paying attention to that, but it's not commercialism that causes us to pay attention to commercialism. Commercialism formed because we already forgot what we were celebrating and why we were celebrating it. And so thus commercialism was formed out of the forgetfulness and an inspiration to try to remind us constantly. So yes, this is the holiday season to remember who you are. We need to remember that more now than ever before. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Islamic. I don't care if you're Hindu. American native shamanism. It doesn't matter. Taoism. All of it is to remind us of who we really are as spirits connected to one force and each other, brothers and sisters in one big giant family. And as we remember that, and we remember that about ourselves, I've been doing readings all week of these people who so sadly just don't love themselves. They don't even think highly of themselves. They don't even think they're special and they constantly keep replicating what they don't want in their lives because of that. When you're a power, your beliefs create. They're going to manifest. And you're either manifesting what you want or what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like, consciously or unconsciously. You are manifesting every single day of your life. Change your beliefs. Change your understandings of who you are. Not just who God is and what God is and who Jesus is and who Muhammad is, who you are in relationship to all of them, to me, to each other, to your family members. We're souls and spirit and one big family and we're trying to get back home again. And we're making a mess of this one. But you know what? We have a chance. That's the greatest thing. I hope that this Thanksgiving, and that's another reason why Christmas comes after Thanksgiving. Because when you've taken the time to recognize what you should be truly grateful for, yourself, the choices you make, the choices you have to be able to make, the gifts you were given to make those choices, and you're grateful for all of it, you now use that understanding to renew the understanding of why you can be grateful because of all you're able to create because of who you are and the connection you are to the source. And so the celebrations come one after another for a reason. And then the new year is here. 
Why did we take the time? I talked last week about time and removing the concept of time. Yes, we want to renew the experiences so that we can remember. And so when the new year comes this year, renew now what you choose to experience for yourself next year. Don't make a resolution. I'm going to do a show a um, couple of radio shows I'll be announcing. You'll see on my my website coming up talking about New Year's resolutions and why resolutions don't work. And speaking of which, I did want to let everybody know I'm so excited. Like, like um, right after me on the Unity Online Radio program here is uh, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. And right after Kelly is... Reverend Temple Hayes' show, and she's from First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, and I have been so honored to have been invited to be one of their speakers on January 24th. It's a year of the influencers, yes, and I'm one of them, you know, along with Mary Ann Williamson and, and Panash Desai and, and uh, Bishop Carlton Pearson and Deborah King, so many of them, and Reverend Michael Beckwith, and I'm just so excited to be a part of them, Mae McCarthy. So on, on January 24th, come and join us. It's, it's free. It's live. It goes from 1130 to 1, First Unity Campus. I'll have it on my website. It'll be a wonderful talk. So be looking for those kinds of lectures that constantly remind you who you are and how to do it, how to get rid of the blockages. That's all I try to talk about. That's why the show is Stop Stopping Yourself and Become Unstoppable, because we're the ones that get in our own ways. Nobody gets in our way. Nobody else has. The government doesn't get in our way. Your neighbor doesn't get in your way. Your husband, your wife, your partner, your lover. Whoever it is does not get in your way. Your dog doesn't get in your way. Your children are not in your way. You are in your way. Not having a vehicle is not in your way. The apartment you're living in, the home you're living in, the fact that you have no money, that is not getting in your way. You are getting in your way. When we're unlimited beings and unlimitedness and abundance is not happening in your life, you're the one that is stopping it. Nothing else is stopping it. I mean, I know we hate to, to believe that. We don't want to believe that because it sucks to believe I'm getting in my own way. How stupid can you be to get in your own way? Well, that's why we're here. That's what we're trying to learn. We're stubborn. We're obstinate. It takes us a long time. But we can learn it overnight. We can accept it. You accept it. You choose not to believe what you're believing and choose to believe something else. I'm no longer going to accept what Others were trying to teach me about me, what my parents, the neglect, the abuse, whatever it was that gave me the wrong messages about who I am. I am no longer going to accept that about myself. I am renewing within me this season, this time, this month, that I am magnificent beyond belief and unlimited beyond measure. I am connected to a source that is greater than anything I can ever imagine, which means I am greater than I can ever imagine. And the limitation only comes in my limited imagination. 
or that I want to be practical. I see a world that says something different. I see a world that speaks of limitation. I see a world that speaks of suffering and hurt and pain. But I am choosing to see that world that way. I personally, Vincent Jenna, look at the world and do not see the same things you're seeing. I see opportunities. I see abilities to be able to make changes and choices. Yes, even today, even the, the dumbest behaviors and choices that people may be making, thinking that picking up a gun and going and shooting somebody now, oh my gosh, every day there's another shooting, somebody drive by in the car, walking right up to who knows who cares, it's just shooting. In my own previous neighborhood, my wife, who was the president of her association, received a telephone call from one of the neighbors because the, a management company representative who happened to have been black was cruising the neighborhood as she's supposed to and writing down some, you know, um, infractions of the homeowners association bylaws. And it so happens that a visiting in-law of one of the residents became very intimidating of her and literally right in front of him, her deholstered his gun. Big man. You might as well have just unzipped your pants and whipped that out if that's how you're supposed to intimidate somebody. But you needed to do a gun instead, huh? But that's the problem. This is like, where is he coming from? He's coming from a place of pain and hurt. Hatred is only caused from pain. It's not caused from happiness. It's caused from past hurt. It's caused from believing nobody cares about you. It's caused from not caring about yourself because you don't think you have value. You don't have worth. If you're mistreated when you're growing up, it must mean that you're valueless. No human is valueless. But then you keep replicating it in your angers. I know very spiritual people, I work with them even now, that have big hearts, and they're incredible, and they're loving, and they're giving, and yet they're still creating hurt and pain for themselves, illness, only because it is so hard to rid yourself of those past beliefs. I myself, I will share this here. So let me disclose my life and what it's like. All these wonderful things happen to me. And I cannot believe where my mind goes automatically sometimes. So in other words, um, people are telling me, oh, we're going to be doing all of these great things. Then a couple of days go by and I don't get a responding email from them giving me instructions or for the next thing that we're going to do, right? And then all of a sudden I'll think, oh, maybe they were just being nice to me. Or maybe they really didn't mean that. And then all of a sudden they contact me. Okay, so sorry, so sorry. We had some illness. We had some technical difficulties. We're going to do it now. Let's do something now. We're doing something. And then we do something. Oh, my God, you're fantastic. You're great. We're so excited about doing this. Everybody loves you. We're going to do another one. And then more time goes by again before they get back to me. And where does my mind go? Wow, they saw the first thing that we did. They didn't like it. They really didn't like it. And they're just feeling too bad. They were so nice. They complimented me so much. But maybe they don't want to tell me that they don't like me. Yes, that is where my mind goes. Why does my mind go there? 
I goes there because all my life, no matter what I did, not all my life when I was a kid, until I was 17 years old, my entire youth, no matter what I did, I was beat up, pushed down, criticized. My mother was completely paranoid in the home, no matter what love she received on the outside when we came behind closed doors, all I heard was that, oh, they don't like me. Oh, they must be talking about us. They're just being nice. No, we can't go over there. They, they're inviting us, but they really don't want us to come to that party. That's all I heard. So that's all I'm doing now because that's all I knew. But I shared this to let you know that no one here has it easy. And if they tell you they do, they're lying to you. Because if they got it all, they would have left. That doesn't mean everybody who leaves gets it all. But yes, there's no need to be here once you get it all. No, I don't have it all, but I do have this. As soon as I hear that voice, I know that's little Vinny's voice. That's not mine. That's not mine who's speaking to you right now. That's little Vinny. That's the doubts. That's the hurts. That's the scars speaking. I name him little Vinny because that's where most of them were occurred. That's where most of yours have occurred. And as long as you recognize that voice that wants to tell you, no, you're not good. No, you're not going to get that job. No, they don't like you. No, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, they're only telling you they love you, but they really don't. No, see, you just had an argument. That means they don't like you. Whatever you're telling yourself, as long as you're telling yourself that and you can recognize that those are your scars and your hurts, then you can control that voice and you can stop that voice. But if you deny that voice, if you hide it, if you don't hear it at all, Know you're lying to yourself. If you hear this voice instead, that bastard. I cannot believe he did that to me. I can't believe he doesn't care about me with all that I did for him, with all that I did for her. And they don't even send me a card. They don't even say thank you. They don't even offer me a dinner. They don't even do this for me. They don't even care that my, my family is hurting right now. They're not helping me. You see, nobody cares about us. Nobody cares about me. I have to care about myself. I have to take care of myself. That's another voice. Mine is one way. It's not that way. But those are internal voices too. And that's the hurt and the pain. The same voice that is telling me I'm not good enough is telling them to be angry with everybody. So whatever voice you have that you hear, you can stop that voice. You're in control of what you allow yourself to think. You're in control of what you allow yourself to think. Take this time. Take this season to control those thoughts. And when you control those thoughts and stop them, feed, keep feeding the other good thoughts that you can fall back on. See, there's the difference. Because I've learned the better words to say about my life, little Vinny is not in total control anymore. Little Vinny is not influencing my manifesting. If I 
let him, he could. But I have worked too hard to replace that voice with a primarily positive, loving Christ voice. Knowing that I am connected to God. There's where the spiritual bank account that I've always talked about is. And as long as I keep allowing that good voice to take over, then good things happen in my life. Let the good things happen in your life. Let's use this season to renew who you really are, not who you think you are. Join me over the next couple of weeks this December. Call in. Be here. And let's do this renewal and remembering together so we can be part of the cure for 2021 that is coming up. Find the reason to know that you are valuable, which you are, because your beliefs and the energy that you put out into the universe affects each and every person. All of you who are here, all of you who are listening, all your friends, all your family, bring them all back. Listen. Don't just listen to the download. Listen to me live. Call in with a question. You're having a difficult time. Maybe there's a thought that you can't get out of your head. Call in. Join me here. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, but this is the show for you. The rest of that sentence is, and become unstoppable. So thank you for joining me today. I wish you incredible good fortune and a continued wonderful day and wonderful rest of the week. And I'll see you here next week on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Hang around for Dr. Dream and hang around for Temple Hayes. She has a great guest on, psychotherapist. I'll see you again next week. Love you all very much, my brothers and sisters. Go in light. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.